Many people talk about the magical parts of becoming a parent, but so often we forget about or avoid talking about the very difficult or maybe embarrassing parts about being a parent for fear that we're abnormal or that we're a failure. Well, we want to create a podcast that highlights and celebrates those parts of parenthood because chances are you're not alone in what you've experienced. We want to talk about those challenges, funny and sad, good and not so great, and offer not necessarily a solution, but some guidance and hopefully comfort. Our main mission at The Natural Nipple is to empower new mothers and support them in their breastfeeding mission. And just because we said it's to empower mothers, don't tune out just yet, dads. You're a major part of this mission. Moms need you there to support them because it's not as easy as one might think. We want to help improve and optimize worldwide wellness by promoting awareness and helping to educate others on the importance of breastfeeding for global and economic health. Yes, it's not just a parent issue. This can have an impact on everyone. We want to discuss the social issues around breastfeeding, as well as provide you with the latest findings and research on the impacts of breastfeeding and parenting. We hope you'll follow us and tune in to the Natural Nipple podcast. You can follow us on Spotify and iTunes by searching The Natural Nipple and be ready for some great episodes. And if you'd like to find out more about us and our mission, you can visit us at thenaturalnipple.com where you can participate in our survey or donate. People joining us and I just wanted to do a high level recap. We're with Christine Dodson today, the COO of Mamava. And so we're just discussing essentially fostering human connection through playful disruption, how she came up with the idea for the pumping pods that you see in airports, as well as in businesses. And so feel free to drop any questions here in the chat for her. I'm a little curious, like who was the first company that came to you and was like, we, we want this in our office? Yeah, um, some of our early adopters were are very surprising. So like I said, Burlington Airport, which is an international airport because where they serve Montreal and Canada as well. Yeah. Small airport, but we had connections there. So that was really the place that we got off the ground. But early adopters were um, some pretty iconic brands. Like we were in uh, stadiums early, like football. <laughs> stadiums like the Vikings were huge yeah so this was like probably one of the highlights actually because I have sons and one of my, my middle son is a football player and he was invited to go with us to the ribbon cutting for the Vikings stadium where we when we installed their and they were the first in the NFL to actually put um pods in their stadium so um so it, it's it's you know companies like that, um, supporters like that. We, you know, we were early on with JetBlue as well. So, you know, a, another iconic brand that in the travel space that was really important as far as having exposure. So, you know, when we have pods in airports and, and people see them, it is our best, um, you know, PR and marketing tool for really elevating awareness yep. and understanding, um, uh, you know, customers, future customers see it when they're passing through and they're like, oh yeah, we have moms who are coming back to work and this could be a solution for us. Yes. Or just moms seeing it and being like, okay, this, you know, business or, or airport or company supports breastfeeding. So it's as much about disruption 
culturally and promoting breastfeeding as it is about the structures themselves. It's a billboard for breastfeeding. And that's why we have, you know, many of them have really um, playful graphics and bright graphics on them because we are trying to call attention to it. It's not meant to be the back room lactation, you know, room that you have to walk two miles to find. It's like where moms need them. Yeah. And you said some really important things. So for, first of all, like, I love that football stadiums, which is typically a male dominated sport was like early adopters, Mm -hmm. corporate adopters. Yeah. Which I thought really resonated because uh, for our product, we've had so many dads come up and be like, yeah, I want to be able to feed my baby. Them and I get feed envy, which I didn't even realize was a thing. A but thing. yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. um, connect in that way, and also give my wife a break and not have that latching frustration ensue mm-hmm. if I need to feed pump milk in the middle of the night. And so, what I'm thinking of when I'm imagining your pods in the football stadium, I believe it was a Super Bowl commercial, and it was like, what like lactation rooms would be like if yeah we're in them and it's just like football playing free cookies inside so I'm totally totally and what it's like inside <laughs> well it's funny because a lot and I think the Vikings were one of the the um our partners that did this was they sometimes get modified to fit the environment so they brought the games into the pods so they had screens or piped in um, audio so that you could still hear what's going on with the game. So we're trying to think about other ways to not make it so that moms don't feel isolated. That's the other thing. It's like, yeah, you have to step away and, and get this this thing down you're doing to nourish your, your baby, but it doesn't mean you have to be isolated. So yeah, we're we're always thinking about ways to to deliver content to the mom either through our app, because the app opens them and then, you know, when she's in it, she can feel like she's connected to a community and not feeling alone in this experience because there's a lot of of women especially first time breastfeeding women who are feeling isolated and like uh, they're trying to figure it all out as if they were the only ones and that's how they feel a lot of times as I'm sure you know that is so yeah. brilliant I didn't realize that you guys had the app in conjunction mm-hmm. so you have like the service model as mm-hmm. well as, like the physical solution that- provides a safe state that's right well to nourish their children um and that is really cool too because you're you can customize like you know if a corporation wants to come in another thing that i'm thinking of in terms of design uh there was an incredible restaurant that i went to called um well, I'm totally blanking and it'll come back. <laughs> really good. It was really cool. There was these pods that were bathroom stalls and you walk. Oh, yeah. There are just, na- it was in London. There's nature yeah. that are playing. And it's also, um, the lighting is adjusting like different colors. Mm-hmm. Totally transforms the mood. And it could be something you know, in like premium pods where, you know, totally. you have this sort of escape it's not it transforms the mentality of like oh this is time out this is something yes my duty to wait like actually like let me go get refreshed and right time for me as well and just sit down and and to breathe and so I think it's beautiful that you um 
have made it more of a connective human experience. Mm -hmm. What happens when a mom hops inside the pod and gets on the app? Like what is available to her? Right yeah, now? so we have a ton of content just around like nutrition and um, traveling with breast milk. You know, a lot of women in airports are wondering like, can I get this through security? And like, what are the rules around that? Um, uh, uh, rights of breastfeeding moms, like the law, what do I have? What's my right as someone trying to, uh, breastfeed, whether it's, you know, in a space that's a public space or in a workplace. Um, so we have a lot of tools and resources and, um, and we're enabling moms too, to really demand <laughs> that everywhere they go has, this has been considered. So not just by, through mama bod, like you don't need a mama bod, you just, you need a lactation space. So we're helping to get those more of them out there, but we've got templates where moms can write to their employers. They can write to uh, airports that don't have lactation accommodations. They, so they're all like pre-populated and you just have to, you know, edit them to your liking and you can send them to CEOs and <laughs> heads of HR. And so giving moms tools to really advocate for themselves and yeah. understand the laws around it. And then we also have, which is pretty interesting and, and we're hoping to expand on this too, is sounds for letdown. So in the app, if you're wanting to, you know, again, if you're with a breast pump, it's generally a, a different experience than with your baby. So you have to kind of get in the mind, state of mind to be able to express milk. And so we've got, you know, different sounds that help with that, whether it's like flowing water or crying babies, like some, all of that helps with letdown. So that's another Oh my gosh. Like from a scientific perspective. Yeah, I, you know this, yeah. That you're using to, in induce oxytocin essentially yeah. and i just Basically. wanted to let you know one of our um, moms noelle thank you she says she loves the pod for its mm. exclusivity so we have people who have already tried it here that are joining us and i just wanted to circle back on something you said christine and it's more than just um a safe space but mm -hmm. it's a beacon to mm -hmm. create disruption and mm -hmm. normalizing breastfeeding in our yep. culture and so I love that because every person that passes by is like, what is this thing? Like you're, you're causing them to yeah. say about how this is actually an important fundamental evolutionary part of our existence, right? Like mm -hmm. breast milk is what made mammals evolve the way that we have. And yeah. so continue to support it in this modern environment and the mm -hmm. way that you're doing um, and call attention to the fact that you know, this is a priority in order to promote lifelong development and to promote immune function um, and have a cool place to do it. Where, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're shifting the paradigm from feeling like, you know, this is a duty, you know, women aren't wet nurses anymore. You know, you're balancing your profession mm -hmm. and, um, and you're trying to balance your life as you travel. So. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And working. I mean, our, the relationships we have with employers is significant, too, because a lot of times they want to do the right thing, but don't always know the best thing to offer the best, you know, whether it's um, the uh, accommodations, the infrastructure, the, the time, break time, the the um, policies. So we do support employers in a lot of different ways as well. Yeah. We're partnered with Medela 
in providing breast pumps too. So if if you're whether you purchase a pot or not, we can supply like uh, in, institutional breast pumps that help and, and the attachments for multiple employees to use within the pods. So that's amazing that you have a full suite of resources available. So when someone steps in, it's like all of these barriers to breastfeeding that like I had uncovered as well in the NSF research nationally here, it was like psychosocial support, which, you know, safety and a place to do it is a huge part of that. Um, then was like minimizing latching frustration from standard bottles because like mm. the shape flow is just so asimilar from our maternal evolution and I was shocked like no bottle company to date had ever studied like maternal lactation averages yeah. and matched them in a product like yeah for 200 years since women started introducing <laughs> systems in France no one had innovated that market so right right because all I, you just need to understand it like you're saying the science behind it and and also listening to the needs of women and and having more women creating products <laughs> frankly who who get it yeah yes and we have another comment as well i love having a safe place to contain my two older kids while also nursing my youngest mm -hmm. and i just i appreciate so much the practicality you know of your station because like as a traveler in an airport if you don't have a child you can easily by like a child screaming or crying but like as that mom can you imagine like maybe you're traveling alone you know with every all the restrictions that are going on with COVID too like if you can't have your significant other maybe they're not a citizen of like right. where you're going back to see your family yeah um to be able to just you know have that space where you can get some quiet and not feel the pressure of like oh my gosh people are observing me yeah yeah and then what you're doing, I wanted to touch on how supporting corporations as well, because, I mean, now you have a flourishing business, but can you imagine if this was like all of a sudden a mandate and you're like, how am I going to get the money to build out this like private suite, you know, yeah. like the architecture of my building? Yeah. And you don't even have to think about that. That's right. It's like the plug and play. <laughs> Talk to us. We got you. Yeah, and we do a lot, you know, just in delivering them so that it is easy to install and we tell you all the things you need to consider in getting the space ready for it, which isn't a lot, it's basically a plug. And then, um, and we support too in, in um, signage to find it because that's the other thing, like a lot of companies or even, you know, think about airports and the size of airports. So we're in the conversation and consulting with customers all the time about, okay, you have one now, great, but can moms find it? And what can you do to better promote it? And, and really, again, with employers, appropriately talk about it to your entire company. So not, you know, moms that need it, obviously, but, but that it's an opportunity to say, hey, we take this seriously and we are supporting breastfeeding um, you know, in our community, in our business, and to be able to, so we give talking points to our customers to either do their own PR events, whether it's a ribbon cutting or celebrating the fact that they've gotten a pod and they really want to make news out of it and make sure that everyone gets why that it's not just this space and for this, you know, small population like this is important for our community and and Absolutely. families and not just 
from, you know, a social support perspective and making sure like women have the exact same, you know, rights, not just from perspective but actually like i just want to circle back to the immunology of milk like Mm -hmm. this is the first free life vaccine your body actually adapts the antibodies so like if your baby is ill let's say for instance your baby like came in contact with covid Mm -hmm. your body has the capacity to create and pass more of these antibodies Mm -hmm. through crosstalk that actually occurs baby saliva and in the milk duct. So this isn't just a mom problem. This is actually a humanity issue. Yes. <laughs> Need to support yeah. breast parents in this. And yeah. it's not that, you know, collectively is just a, a burden on the, the mom. Like we touched on as well, like um, for all of our new viewers, dads that come up and say like, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be able to help nourish my child. What mm-hmm. about adult parents as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, creating that place where like they can be an integral part of nourishing their child and mm-hmm. helping, you know, support their partner so that they can take, right. take an actual break That's and right. be able to uh, maintain homeostasis and that uh, hormone production. So mm-hmm. I think it's just super cool. Like, I just wanted to come back to the noises that you can create because <laughs> setting that safe space in that environment where you're you know reducing cortisol you're reducing stress like moms can actually tailor you know or feeding parents the lights mm-hmm. even yeah. like yeah. to the to the level that is at their comfort like that mm-hmm. is just so intuitive yeah and you hit on something lauren that i think is interesting is this idea that we many people do understand the health benefits of you know for themselves and babies for breastfeeding there's you know a lot of studies about health benefits for the the breastfeeding mom but um it's interesting that and this is one of the reasons why we're like this is so messed up we have to do something to change this is that you are told this you know throughout pregnancy and giving birth and breastfeeding is the best you need to do this and then bang you go back to work and there's no infrastructure no support you know in in out in the world no support so and you have to seek it out and if you feel like oh my god like this is impossible so I'm gonna stop yeah and so so that's like the conundrum it's you're given all of this positive reinforcement that that breastfeeding is the is the best thing to do for the health of your baby and yourself and at large you know the community and and the healthcare costs you're alluding to right but there's just infrastructure is not there to do it exactly and like a physical solution to one of the primary barriers to breastfeeding once again Mm -hmm that came up in our National Science Foundation research where we went across the country and surveyed over 300 parents to really identify what are those barriers to breastfeeding. And um, yeah, I think that is so important because it's it gets to a point where we're getting better at the education of the health benefits of breast milk, but what are we doing about it aside from mom shaming? And I think that's a new place we're at is this yeah. new paradigm where it's like, okay, great. We know breast milk's important. The reality is women in the United States barely sustain past three months when their maternity yeah. ends because if they don't actually have a safe place to pump or or the pain, like the pump flange, mm-hmm. you're, you're away from your child for 12 hours and mm-hmm. 
you're actually having skin breakdown. That's right. Yeah. Into a pump. So really like where I'll just segue this, like where we came in is like trying to create this seamless stress-free bottle breastfeeding experience. Mm -hmm. If we can minimize that latching frustration and that time to get your baby to latch when they come back, um, we can support you to prolong that journey because you're getting the oxytocin quicker with the skin disease. Mm-hmm. You're not having as much biting occurring. Like the density of standard silicone nipples is you know, yeah. not, not like breast tissue as yeah. as now. Yeah. We're on that. Actually, New Year's Eve, we're launching our prototype. So I'm super oh, excited. That's exciting. Yeah. No, like, yeah. But there are two sides of the same coin is what you're pointing out. It's like, yes, there's there's the space and and the time and and all of the accommodations to be able to use a breast pump but the other side of it is when your baby is is feeding with a bottle like how do you make sure that that's not a disruptive or disconnected experience from the mom who wants to continue breastfeeding exactly and it is if it is taking longer than 10 to 15 minutes if you're having that biting occurring like what we really observed was that primary challenge aside from the psychosocial Mm -hmm. like about was the baby gets so used to that faster flow because bottles just never like no there's no female founder right right now that was like hey does this actually match like how my patient is changing my growing eating demand and so the milk like is just flying out at this rate like I love Britt Pados's work. She's a scientist out of UNC that actually did all bottles and NICUs and was like, whoa, it's coming out from like five to 85 milliliters a minute. We know preterm infants, for instance, need milk at 2.2. This mm-hmm. is like, that doesn't seem significant in terms yeah. of whole statement, but for a preterm infant, that's flooding and fire hosing their mouth. Wow. So this is where like we've created... Yeah subscription stage feeding that is actually benchmarked in real lactation data that is cool yeah the idea is like creating that seamless stress experience and you're like working on the psychosocial and the like actual physical part where you need to have a safe space to feed so i'm just i'm so excited for what you're doing i think it's beautiful that it's been adopted by um primarily like patriarchal organizations already and um just give us like a high level like what's next for you guys what are your immediate needs um so the audience can know like where to find you and like what's next you know as you can imagine COVID has sort of changed the nature of our business to the degree that moms are not traveling and businesses a lot of them are not in the office so where we we're a physical space that's where people interact with our our product but so now we're focused a lot on what more can we do to surround the breastfeeding mom with support so if it's not doesn't come in the form of a physical space what more can we be doing to support and and making sure that she is able to continue on and and meet the goals of her breastfeeding journey and so we've got lots of ideas in the hopper and, and, you know, we know things will open up again, but this has just given us an opportunity to think broad, more broadly about the business that we're in and, and what the brand means to moms who are part of this community. Yeah. And it's so funny because the timing that you brought that point up, um, Jess, thank you so much for adding this point. 
Um, she says that I think one of the issues with the lack of support and education, there's a lack of support and education in mm -hmm. there. I want to resonate that like we surveyed the market back when COVID hit. Not, it went from not just 83% of new parents feeling like they were lacking support from their healthcare providers and community to 96. Wow. So she was yeah. saying even in the hospital, she's an NCS and just still didn't feel like she had the support she needed. She didn't see a lactation consultant until she was discharged. And so something that um, we launched actually on Mother's Day in lieu of the bottle, like mm -hmm. our, our business strategy was to be a better infant feeding system that doesn't mm -hmm. cause latching problems, but to actually come with the in-home virtual support of a mm -hmm. provider. Yeah. And I think when I saw the results of the survey, I'm like, well, this is something we can do right now while we're still building out the product. And it's critical because, I mean, first of all, you might, you might think like, okay, maybe I'm just not producing enough milk. Um, you may just give up if that's the case, but why mm -hmm. it's important to have a holistic um, triage by a primary care provider at that point is what you might think is perceived milk supply deficiency could actually be uncontrolled diabetes. Mm -hmm. And staying out of sort of the frontline setting as much as possible right now. And we just don't want any of these conditions that could become chronic to be overlooked. Right. And really helping um, new parents sort of navigate, like by doing this triage and assessment, like, okay, is this something, you know, we can sit with you for an hour and go over different holds. We can uh, refer you right there to a lactation consultant. We had, um, thankfully, some success. Actually, a mom was like, at this point with her four-day-old was like, do I go into the ER right now? Because they haven't fed in 24 hours. Yeah. Switch to formula altogether. Yeah. And so by just sitting there and going through tips and tricks and like yep. over HIPAA secure, you know, teleplatform, mm -hmm. able to get the baby to feed and laugh. And that, like that confidence boost and that that's huge. And that's like at such an important time in, in just adoption of breastfeeding and to be able to provide a service like that. You're right. Like when you're home and feeling isolated even more. Yeah. It's critical. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And we like postpartum depression mm -hmm. like, is already a thing, but then you compound it with, you know, in Canada right now, we're on lockdown. So mm -hmm. yeah, we're going up even higher. So you just want to be able to have access at your fingertips to the kind of clinical support that is tailored just for where you're at. And sometimes it's just, it's just a simple conversation. Like you need that validation from somebody that has the credentials to say, no, this is normal. You're doing this right. And yes a little bit of encouragement because like you said with the setting where you feel confident and where you yeah. feel comfortable it actually changes the production for it most does, yeah and not feeling isolated like you're the first ever or the only to be doing this and you know whether it's a healthcare provider supporting you a lactation consultant or a friend or a mom or a sister like that's what is you know we're trying to expand this community to to make it feel like you aren't alone and that there are resources out there and yeah what sounds like the work you're doing is great that's and it's working 
have a comment from Lauren. Mm -hmm. She says she's received so much support from Mama Ba. So she's super grateful. And Jess, thank you so much for saying um, just how necessary the telehealth support is. She's talking about in her practice, many moms are in tears because they just need a little bit more time and a tiny bit more support emotionally and physically. And so uh, we're coming up here on our IG live time, but I just wanted to say thank you so much for how you're disrupting. Thank you. <laughs> breastfeeding through your innovation, the mom of a pumping pods. Um, and also like, thank you for just having this conversation with me so we can make parents aware of what they have available to them, what they can access, what they can talk to their uh, corporation about in terms of giving them a safe space to feed. And um, in terms of telehealth support, if any moms listening, you know, need to book that consultation, um, it seems funny because it's hosted on the naturalnipple.com. So it's mm -hmm. supposed to come with the bottle, but even without the bottle, you can still go and book your virtual visit. Um, and you fill out a triage form and we can provide that support that moms need. So I'm super excited, Christine, to see, you know, yeah. what come. Thanks for I having me. I really enjoyed it. And it was great to hear about the great work you guys are doing. Thank you. Well, it's all about creating these synergistic partnerships. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, you're creating a suite of solutions for it's not just one problem that you're. Yeah. So I'm excited to circle back, you know, Definitely. our beta testing on New Year's Eve, we're enrolling a group of moms, they can still sign up actually through our Instagram. And we'll actually be sending them the bottle. And I just want to verify after, you know, two and a half years of actually 3D scanning women's breasts and matching lactation flow rates and density of the product to make it more like breast. I just want to verify it's reducing latching frustration to under 10 minutes of eating session. Wow. We'll go ahead and hopefully launch in March. So congratulations. Um, That's exciting. Thank you. Yes, I'm excited.